Welcome to The Wheel of Sport from the Turnstile Network. I'm Ian McNally and with my co-host... Justin Price, how are we? Yeah, I'm very well, Justin. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to spinning the wheel and seeing what topic comes up this time. Um, let's, shall we give it a spin? Shall we get straight into it? Always. Let's do it. What are you hoping for? I went for red. You for red? <laughs> Red's not a topic. Hang on. Here we go. Let's have a look. The topic this week on Wheel of Sport is... Lost the plot. <laughs> lost the plot. Fantastic. All right, so the topic's lost the plot, Ian. Uh, you've, got, you've got one for this, haven't you? Yeah, I've been waiting for this one because this is one of the most epic stories in, the la- in sport in the last 20 years. And I saw your face light up as soon as it went on that topic. I thought, <laughs> you've definitely got something to talk about. How this story unfolds is like, you know, sometimes when you read like a, a sports, a fictional sports book or you watch a fictional sports film or something, this like tr- tops them all. And I was lucky enough to be sat in my living room back in the I UK. I going to say you were there, but no, <laughs> no, no, no. just in the living room again. This is how special this this event was. I feel privileged to have watched it on TV, <laughs> like live on TV. It's just the best. The sporting event is the Open Golf Championship in... Oh, a bit ni- of golf? A bit of golf. Oh, nice. 1999. The focus of this is, losing the plot, is Frenchman Jean van der Velde, which literally translates to... John in the field, <laughs> so which is which is perfect, isn't it, for a golfer? Yeah. I mean, what a perfect name! So he likes to be on the green, but he's in the field. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, that will become more apt as this story goes on. So, where, where is the Open held? This um, in nineteen ninety nine. The Open takes place in in different courses every year, as you know. And the British courses are known for being particularly coastal. They're known as links courses. Very deep bunkers, uh, very brutal kind of natural courses, as opposed to the American style, like where the Masters has played or Augusta, which is just pristine, beautiful, uh, very artificial kind of looking. Whereas the British is the opposite. So this is anywhere been... on the British coast is going to be rough. Yeah, <laughs> for <laughs> many reasons, for many many reasons. <laughs> but this one is being played at a golf course called Carnoustie. Now they hadn't actually played at Carnoustie; they hadn't played the Open there for twenty four years um, prior to the ninety nine um, tournament. And where's Carnoustie? It's in a place called Angus in Scotland, which is right on the coast. And it just a course to look at. It almost doesn't look like a golf course because it's hard to see the golf course in the fairways through the knee-deep rough. Like, literally knee-deep. Like, people in this tournament lost golf balls. Now, that just doesn't happen in major tournaments where there's half a million people walking around the golf course <laughs> over the weekend it they were losing balls this, this is a brutal brutal course and obviously the fact that you've got rain and wind as well to contend with it in a scottish summer is not a good recipe here but frenchman jean van der velde he's having a so kind of the year of his life he's playing the best golf he's ever played he has rocked in to this tournament as an outsider and he's hit a 75 on the first day unremarkable he's all he's then hit a 68 which then puts him right up there puts him right up there and then a 70 
At the end of day three, he's got a five-shot lead. So he's going into the Why final day. So for the, if you don't know, it's played over four days. So you play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then you've got to make cuts, and then you get to the final day. And you get a pairing with somebody who's close with you in the score. So in other words, through the days, each day, if you've not got a target score, you get wiped out and you're yeah. not playing on. So you play the 18 holes. If you don't make the cut, then you're gone. But they whittle it down to the last. And to show you how brutal uh, Carnoustie is... Most golf tournaments, they're under par. By the final day, they're like 12 under par. Carnoustie, everyone's over par. Right. <laughs> so like, so they're going into the last day kind of like... So who set the pass for that golf course? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A brutal Scotsman probably. <laughs> so, so this focus on the final hole. So you've got John van der Velde getting to the 18th hole. Now, he's still ahead. He's his lead has been cut down by Justin Leonard and by Paul Laurie, who's a local uh, Scottish guy, and he's paired up with an Australian, Craig Parry. Craig Parry, actually, if you watch the footage, he doesn't look like a top athlete. He's got a really big <laughs> belly. He kind of just looks like a guy who's just finished playing dart at the RSL, and someone's asked him, oh, "Do you want to have a, you want a, swing? Have a swing golf?" He just—he turned up to the pitch and put. And he also—he has the demeanor and the face of someone who doesn't realize they're playing in, in the top tournaments in the world. So to describe this final hole, it's—it's it's an epic hole. They—they they have a, a a little stream that is very deep, and it's a like dry stone walled kind of thing, and it winds around the course, but it winds in like an S shape. So it winds in, and then back across the course so you actually have to jump over this um stream twice now the stream obviously it's not called a stream in scotland this stream is called a burn but it's called the barry burn the bar- <laughs> i think barry burn sounds like a kind of a, a low-grade talk show on uh irish tv doesn't it it's like it does also sound like you're going to contract on a saturday night out you go, go, go to doctors what well, you've got a touch of the barry burn <laughs> so so basically they've got a this hole's it's it's hard anyway but it's only a par four He's, it's only a par four from the get for uh, we'll just put it into context no one's gonna par as yet but yeah yeah, yeah a par four. but that said, Van der Velde, so far ahead, he can hit this if as long as he makes it in six shots. Yeah. So even if he three puts on the green, yeah. he walks, he lifts the claret jug. Dead easy. Perfect. Right. For someone who doesn't play golf. Yeah. Dead easy. <laughs> so all the crowds are there to see Van der Velde play this hole out and lift the claret jug. He tees off. He goes a bit wayward. Oh, 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 you lucky little rascal. And that bounced and seemed to go way to the right. A bit <laughs> About 40 yards wayward. It's a bit, it is a bit wayward. <laughs> but at this point, he, he hits it into the rough and it's a bit of an erratic shot. And you think, well, okay, he's a bit nervous because it's the last hole. Sliced it, sliced it, honey. Yeah, and... Um, He's actually said uh, the one that the BBC commentators as says he says the words like the golfing gods are looking down at him because he's hit the shot wayward, but it's landed in the rough, but quite a kind bounce and quite nice short rough, not the Carnoustie 
knee-deep knee stuff. But uh, it's, there's certainly work to do for Jong because, I mean, that was a, a wild tee shot. That, but some golfing god is with the young man at this moment, and it'll be interesting again to see what he does now. Does he knock it down the fairway with an eight-iron? You've got to miss the burn. He's, uh, he's three shots ahead, so he can afford... Uh, to take a six and still win a double bogey and still finish at five over. So he's got a fair chance for his right. next shot. Now, as he walks down to his second shot, Van der Velde, as a character, you can see him, he's like, he's quite a handsome man. Tanned, dark hair, and he's what, and he's stylish as well. You know, like... The French. Con the French. Yeah, dude. like, you know, not he, a, he didn't have his collar up. But you thought he did. He wasn't like one of those golfers with a flat cap and a, and a uh, diamond pullover. No, and he just, you know, he's got a, he had a strut. And as he's walking down, just thinking, this is going to look so good in the newspaper tomorrow. And, he's going to nail know, this. Yeah. And just to see him, like, lift that trophy is, you know, a bit of style and a bit of colour and substance to the, 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 the Open Championship. And uh, he, he approaches the second shot. This is where, I don't know whether it starts to go wrong or it starts to go right, but he hits this second shot, and he maybe digs a little bit too deep, a bit of tension hits him on on his downstroke, and he, he hits the ball, and it hits the grandstand. Look <laughs> at all the people in. On now, the <laughs> yeah, so all the people are sat in the grandstand, but they're quite high up the grandstand. So Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you do. I don't believe this. Well... Hello, what is going on here? Uh, well, let's have a look where he is. He's still short of the burn. Is he short of the burn? He bounced back off the stand. I think, really, if anybody needs an advisor, he does at this, at this moment. So the ball hits the grandstand. Now, he's That's lucky. That's like Gilmore. That's like a scene from Gilmore, isn't it? It is. And it, 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 Happy Gilmore. It could well be the case that it was going to go out of bounds and then we're in a whole world of trouble on a final hole, but it hits the grandstand. The ball skips up and it lands. It's an ice cream van. Skips <laughs> up. <laughs> well, it grandstand ice cream van. Commentary box. It's, the... it's almost that ridiculous. It hits a rock. And you can't really see the rock on the TV because, the, you know, the way the camera angle is. <laughs> they but haven't got cameras over that yeah, far. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, camera crew going, I've got to go over well, there. Well, it, it's almost hit the camera tower and it hits the rock and takes a... It skips up, like, completely unnaturally, like, bounces up and then lands in the most hor horrible deep rough. <laughs> You can see it start to the right of the clock. Never crossed my mind he was going to clatter into the grandstand and hit the face of the grandstand and bounce backwards. There it goes. There, misses everybody. And you see misses the bounce on, on the stonework on the edge of the burn and then goes back into the hay behind, which is extraordinary. So what shot number is that? Two now? Yeah, he's only had two shots. Oh, he's not doing well, is he? <laughs> To be fair, though, he's got another four. Ste steady yourself, son. Well, here's the thing. So what he needs to do, he needs to compose himself, take his medicine, put it onto the fairway, chip it onto the green, two puts. Yeah, he's been lucky. The ice cream man's not been so lucky, but he's, he's been <laughs> lucky so far. Just steady the chip. Imagine that. You remember you used to buy these things that it's called screwball. 
and they were in like a plastic upside down cone and they had a the ice cream like an ice cream sundae but for some reason they had a rock hard chewing gum at the bottom yeah oh you yeah, remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah of course yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. imagine getting one of them where it's john van der Velde's golf ball at the bottom <laughs> that could have definitely happened the thing is here though he's a professional golfer right he's done really well on one of the biggest you know biggest occasions right and he sounds to me like me at the driving range because i've done this at the driving range I was at the driving range once, and my mate borrowed me his club. He said, this is a really good driver. Have a go at this. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he goes, see how far you can hit. Now, I can, if I hit the ball, hit it quite far, right? But I swung really hard, right? And uh, I was, like, really impressed because it flew, my, like, good over 100 yards or something, right? Which is quite good for me, right? And I was like, God, that's impressive. And then <laughs> my mate went... That's the end of my club. The ball's still on the <laughs> The ball is still on the tee. <laughs> so the head of the club had come off. I'd hit the ground with the club, right? Missed the ball completely. And the head of the club <laughs> I got about hundred yards down the green down the uh, driving range. So that's what what so that's an embarrassing moment, isn't it? Because you either got a I was embarrassed. Did you get <laughs> Did you have to go and get it? No, I said to him, I said, it's dangerous out there, not getting that. And I said, it's broke now. What are you going to do, glue it back on? You can't glue it back on, can you? It's gone. It's done. Well, talk about losing your head on the golf course. And also, you know, he hasn't done that, has he? (laughs) (laughs) So, he's on his third shot. It's got a bit tasty. It's got a bit interesting at this point because... For the other golfers. (laughs) For the other golfers. Well, actually, this is where it gets interesting because Justin Leonard... And um, Paul Laurie, they finished like half an hour ago. No, oh, they're in the nineteenth. They're right in now. the clubhouse. Yeah, they've they're you know they're having a whiskey and you know oh that was all right finishing second and, and a third. <laughs> yeah, and then you, there's a there's a beautiful shot that the, they show on BBC, which shows the face of Paul Laurie. Wasn't Van der Velde? <laughs> yeah, no, no, there was too much of Van der Velde. They show Paul Laurie, and Paul Laurie licks his lips. Now, if that is not a telling sign that he knows something's about to go here because he's six over. You know, sometimes when you look at like the league table or the ladder and you think, oh, we've got two games in hand and you just automatically assume you're going to win those two games. Yeah. <laughs> you, ne- you never say like, oh, we're not never going to win those. Paul Laurie, he's literally licking his lips here watching Van der Velde because he's finished for the day. But if Van der Velde throws this away... He's going to go in a playoff, a four-hole nice. playoff at the end to see who wins. So there's no pressure on him. He sets up for his third shot. <laughs> third shot. Peter's not one I would like at all. It's steep down the bottom here. He can get at it just, but he's got to go over the burn and then over the bunkers, but should go left. Well, of course, if he goes left and it runs, it could go out of bounds. This, this is really... Uh, <laughs> His golfing brain stopped about 10 minutes ago, I think. Again on downswing, he takes too much of the ground. Did he lose his club head? (laughs) (laughs) He he clips the ball straight into Barry Byrne. Oh, Baza. I don't believe it. This is... Oh, dear, this is really... This is... uh... This is so, 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 so sad. And so unnecessary. 
this could end up with a, a playoff between Laurie and Leonard and it, he not even involved in it. The ball has gone inside Barry Byrne. Is away getting it back? <laughs> There's a, just a marvellous scene of Van der Velde walking to the edge. Is it deep? Well, here's the thing. So he's walked to the edge of the Barry Byrne and he's standing with his hands on his hips looking at the burn and you can see the golf ball right because it's quite quite deep like in terms of the the burn is quite deep but the water is probably only about two two foot deep or a foot deep yeah but it's it's four or five feet below the the fairway and the ball because of the silt and the reeds and stuff like that and, and the vegetation in the water the ball's half in and half out so right. you can see the ball well we've seen a few miscues and mishaps in our golfing careers but oh Jean, Jean, Jean. now van der Velde is standing with his hands on his hips and the the world media are clambering to get there the general public are getting closer and closer to this to see what's going to happen <laughs> so what is his options here at this point the only option uh, available to him as a professional golfer is to take his medicine drop the ball take a water hazard which is an extra shot Chip it on the green, two putt, he still walks away with the championship. But he can see it. And this is where the camera zooms into his, his beautiful French face. He sits down on the edge of the burn, starts taking his shoes and socks off. <laughs> He's lost the plot. <laughs> He's lost the plot. <laughs> he takes his shoes and socks off. And the BBC commentator, Peter Alice, who is is known internationally as the voice of golf, <laughs> becomes the voice of reason and just says, could somebody please stop him? Uh, what are you doing? What on earth are you doing? No, Jean, please, would somebody kindly uh, go and stop him? Give him a large brandy and mop him down. Because <laughs> it's actually quite a sad... As entertaining as this is, this is quite a sad moment because this is... He's lost his mind. He's desperate. He's, He's taking his shoes and socks off. He climbs into the burn and the the rain is spitting down as it's drizzle. He stands and he's just looking at the ball. It it's murky, murky water. He's rolled his trousers up beyond his knee. And the crowd are just some of the crowd have actually left the eighteenth to run to the fifteenth hole. Because they think it's going to play off. <laughs> <laughs> They've not even let him finish. The educated golf crowd in Scotland have gone, this is not going to end well. I'm going to get a good he's vantage point for the 15th. He's, he's in the water, we're going. So he's, he's comprehending hitting out there. Sadly, as caddy as well, is not saying, stop, John. Just don't take your shoes and socks off here. Have a bit of dignity. But he takes his shoes and socks off, gets in, and he, he looks at the ball. Now, if he plays that shot and misses and then tries again or then takes the water hazard, he actually runs the risk of not even finishing in the top 10. Is there a five hit, shots hit in the, the lead? ball at the water club? <laughs> <laughs> the water wedge. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the, there is, is there? Uh, that would... I think we could... Invent that. Invent the aqua wedge. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the John van der Velde aquascoop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'd enjoy that. 
Now, I don't know. We've Many of us have tried these kind of shots, but he's going to sink deeper and deeper. It's all silty down here, and I don't think he's going to last very long. No, this, this really is beyond a joke now. He's, he's, he's gone gaga because this is, uh, this is quite... I've never seen anything like it before, and to attempt to hit the ball out of there is pure madness. Well, he's thinking about it, but this is horrendous stuff, Alex. So, reason dawns upon him. He picks up the ball, takes a water hazard drop. Good and, lad. Puts his yeah. shoes on. <laughs> it, the sad thing is, you know, the little, the tiny little hand towel that golfers carry to clean the top of the head of the club? He was using that to wipe his feet. <laughs> it's so sad. And he's kind of sat there, but at no point in his demeanour is he kind of giving off that this is an unusual situation. That, like, this is... He doesn't look stressed. He's he, been here before in France, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> he's all, in my local golf course, this happens all the time. I'm always in. I'm always having a paddle. <laughs> so, so he takes the drop, but it's got to be a club length away from the hazard behind, and it's in deep rough again. So he's at five okay. now, isn't he? Yeah, so all he's got to do, he's just got to chip it on the green. He's been doing that. Put the ball. <laughs> all he's got to do... Is chipping on the green. Well, he's been doing that now for a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's hard to comprehend what's what's going through his mind at this point. I, I bet he's furious with himself. Is I, be, I bet he's furious, and then he's got to compose himself. But I bet he's furious. Though. I bet he's just going like you just said, just chipping on the green. Yeah. Well, is the, the, they pick his wife out in the crowd on the TV? And she's just laughing along, going, oh, bloody John. <laughs> she's, she's not thinking, well, John, get yourselves together. We can pay off the mortgage. She's thinking. See, if I'd seen my wife on the screen, I'd hit the ball at her. She started <laughs> laughing at me. She was chuckling along. Like, apart, like, embarrassed, she had her hand over her eyes and oh. stuff like that. But she was just chuckling along. Like, they're trying to play it down, probably. I don't know. You know what I mean? But. Poor Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes a drop. It's in deep rough. Just got a chip on the green. Straight in the middle. They played a similar shot to the one he plopped into the burn. He just didn't accelerate through. Down in two from the bunker. To force a playoff or get his forces way into the playoff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing about any shot that he's played so far. Which is simple. I was going to say, first of all, though, did he want to test of all environments to get to the green? I think it was thinking, I'll try an aqua wedge, and then I'll try a sand wedge, and I'll try to go out of that rough. No one's come out of that rough before, and someone's definitely not hit the gantry before. Are you suggesting that he's like, he's, he's taking a full bag of clubs, three or four of which he hasn't used for the whole tournament, and he's thinking, well, I paid for them. No one's <laughs> so, ever used them. So. I'll get my money's worth out of them. Get a bit of uh, the Carnoustie rough on them. Yeah. He was thinking, I've got six shots to play with. <laughs> so, <it's laughs> wouldn't that be great if that was his approach as well? <laughs> so, this is where the Australian hero comes in. We haven't forgotten about Craig Parry, who's just finished another schooner at the in. RSL. <laughs> He's just wandered up. He's hit he's hit his previous shot into the bunker before Van der Velde did. 
and it's a, literally two feet away from Van der Velt's ball. Now, Parry is closer to the hole, so he plays first. It's a difficult shot out of the bunker onto the green. There's quite a slope on the green as well, so it's very difficult to, to judge this one, and it's pretty close to the hole as well, so always a difficult one to judge how hard to hit it. You've got to hit it hard enough to get it over the lip of the, the bunker, but not too hard. You're going to misjudge the slope. Sky the green. And so Craig Parry walks up like he's just finished walking the dog <laughs> down the fairway and just lifts the ball out straight into the hole. Harry playing first. Might be just close to where Vanderveld will be standing if he were to play his. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is better than an eight-born farce. It's uh, run for your wife. Boeing, Boeing. I mean, it's all going on here. It's most extraordinary. Go thou and do likewise. Now, if this goes in, I'm going to, I'm going to pack it in. I'm going to retire if he holds this. Alex, I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, massive ovation. Like, he, like fair play to him. He hasn't won. But to play a shot like that when thousands of people are around the green and everyone's watching, it's just like lifts the ball out of the whole happy days. Yeah. And says to him, no pressure, mate. Exactly. What does that do to Van der Velde, whose ball is practically in the same spot? Like, this is heartbreaking. Now, Van der Velde has got to hit it out. Just chip it on the green. And just he's only got one it. putt. <laughs> so he chips it onto the green. The ball rolls. not very close to the hole <laughs> and he's got this perilous putt to play to finish how many strokes he had now well it, this he probably is... had a stroke <laughs> i know <laughs> this is his seventh shot oh god so if he makes the seventh it goes to a playoff all right so he's still in with a chance the, cha the chance just to take the trophy is gone but if he misses this he finishes third please give him one good putt please Wait you believe it. Oh. Oh. Oh, well done. Well done. And all credit to him. He, he holds the putt. Good lad. And his reaction's quite interesting because he, he falls in and it's like, yeah! <laughs> you know, he's like pumping his fist and like gritting his teeth. And I, I understand that, but... Has he just, does he know what's just happened? <laughs> does he know what just happened? Paul Laurie, meantime, and Justin Leonard, they put, they're putting their shoes back on <laughs> because they've got to get back out to the 15th and play four holes. I thought they were in the Barry Burn. <laughs> Paddling. <laughs> so, so they've got a playoff now. They obviously didn't think they were going to go into a playoff, but now they're in a playoff. So well, to put this into context, Paul Laurie had hit the best score of the tournament, I think, he, he, on the final day. He'd hit a 67. Van der Velde on the same day hit a 77. Yeah. So Paul Laurie is 10 shots better than Van der Velde on the final day. And sadly, Van der Velde, he lost the, the playoff 
Justin Leonard. The playoff would have been the straight after, wouldn't it? So it's very hard after you've just... He's basically blown it. So Scotsman won. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I've never heard of him. Paul Laurie? Yeah. <laughs> but Van der Bell, <laughs> I've heard of. John in the field is... Constant. Is more famous than yeah. John Paul Laurie. So I suppose you could say, was Paul Laurie lucky? Was Justin Leonard lucky to get a second bite? I don't think Van der Bell was unlucky. No, lost it. He just lost it, didn't he? Yeah, but a great story and probably one of, as you said, probably one of the most famous clips of somebody playing golf. And that hole probably saw some action in Scotland. Well, Barry Byrne might have. (laughs) (laughs) Fair play to him. Fair play. A three-way playoff it will be. Paul Lurie, Jean van der Velde and Justin Leonard starting at the 15th. Thanks for listening to The Wheel of Sport on the Turnstile Network. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Ian. See you next time for when we spin the wheel of sport. (laughs) 